Shout out my girl Marissa for keeping a nigga fresh, you dig? I'm shouting out Marissa Mendez right now. She knew me for like 10 years. And Marissa, yeah, she was right on the money. Marissa, Marissa Mendez is here. Oh, oh shit. Damn. Marissa. This is Marissa right here. This is the reason why I'm flyer than all you niggas. <laughs> Thanks, too. You understand? This is my dude. This is Marissa, man. It's Taylor Gang and Don. We don't even got to say shit because Marissa explains it all. And you do know that. Hey, guys. Welcome to <laughs> Marissa. Marissa explains it all. Mm-hmm. We are joined by not Marissa this week, so that's cool. <laughs> She's still in Jersey. She says she missed her flight, but we all know that if you saw her latest Instagrams, she is fully booed up and she is fully in bed and she is fully not coming back. So um, I think we've lost Marissa Mendez over here on the West Coast. I think I should do that thing again where I read her tweets about what she's been up to. But honestly, all I I can sum it up for you. I've seen a lot of ass and a lot of kissing. <laughs> I don't know where else. <laughs> that pretty much sums it up. But um, okay, let's see what, what she's been up to. Um, if you guys don't keep up with her Twitter. Oh, she looks like she's on a plane, but she's just not here. Um, okay, well, whatever. Her, oh, here you go. Here's her and Penny. No, no, that's not her. That's her and Danielle. <laughs> Anyways, so maybe her Twitter doesn't show that, nope, they're celebrating Zaddy than celebrating Daddy. Gross. Um. That is absolutely disgusting, Marissa. You need to not do that. No, that's cute. I support it. Um, yes, Marissa, she's the host of our show. She's currently booed up, um, and she's not here with us today, but we are joined by Caleb. Hi. Yeah. Welcome, welcome. Um, we're going to be talking about some serious topics today, but I guess I should like round out what's been going on with my life. I don't know if anybody cares. We've been giving you guys quality content for about three years now, and we want to bring you even more. By subscribing to our Patreon, you'll have access to everything from full videos to spending a day with the gang and riding in a low rider through the streets of L.A. Um, we got tiers for our listeners on a budget, and we got tiers for our big ballers, too, and everyone in between. And even if you don't care about the content and you just want to support us, we would appreciate that, too. So subscribe to us at patreon.com slash M-E-I-A podcast. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash M-E-I-A podcast. Uh, how am I supposed to do this when Marissa's not here? I'm not really sure. Um, but I was just telling Prime, I think I'm developing, oh, God, I I think I'm developing a lisp and it's weird. I don't like it. I, I don't, uh, it's, it happened all of a sudden. So I had some like, there's a, a back brace on the back of my braces. Um, or like I used to have braces, but there's like a retainer there that's like a fixed retainer. Gotcha. And I've been fucking around with it just like for fun. And like, I think that I can take like dental care into my own hands. So like I bought this kit on Amazon and no. I've just been like Hell cleaning no. the plaque off of my teeth and I broke something. I feel like this is always how like a wild story starts out where someone's like, I took it into my own hands. I mean, I... <laughs> I don't have health insurance. I don't know. I was like, I need a little bit of a cleaning. Like, I don't know. And then bought this thing. I was like, but I, I, something broke. Okay. And because it broke, I keep on, it's, it's not even like that big of a deal. It's like the very last one. Like really not, who cares? But the problem is, is that the part that's broken, I keep wanting to fix it with my tongue. 
So like now there's like weird saliva play going on in my mouth. <laughs> and it's like a it's like a little gym in there of like saliva flowing in weird places. Sounds disgusting. But now I have this weird lisp, so well if that helps, like I can't I can't hear it. So I think you're doing thank great. Thank you. Thank you, thank you very much. Um That's hot. Okay. Well, what else am I um well, I guess we should just explain why you're here today. Yeah, sure. So, um, so my name is Caleb Crowder. I'm an organizer with the Everyone In campaign. Um, Everyone In is essentially a group of about maybe, say, a dozen organizers, and we're working all throughout L.A. County and city, and we're going into communities, and we're essentially building relationships with, like, organizations and uh, faith leaders, um, just normal constituents and stakeholders in the community. And what we're trying to do is really just sort of rally people around different supportive housing and affordable affordable housing developments that are going up in different communities all across the county. So this is so to combat the homelessness crisis. Absolutely, yeah. So <clears throat> this is actually pretty, um, this has been a topic that I've been wanting to talk about for a while and it's just because it's so blatant. Yeah. Where are you from? I'm actually from Virginia, but I've been here for like okay, cool. seven years. Okay, dope, yeah. dope. Um, we got a lot of cool people from Virginia. Pusha oh, T, Pharrell. <laughs> I can't mention the other one because everyone hates him. So. Oh. <laughs> um, but so I'm from LA and it's super obvious Wait, that there is a crazy homeless problem in Los Angeles that no one's addressing. And the worst part is, is that like, we all see it. It's not like, you know, you have to like drive somewhere. It's like literally the person right outside your doorstep. I have friends who, you know, there's an, like an encampment outside right. their block and you can't blame, like it, it, there's nowhere to, co to go and housing is so unaffordable. And I feel like there's a lot of misconceptions about homeless people and it's really sad. And the fact that there's more and more and more and like Skid Row is like, it could be, it's like a third world country down there. And so I think that's really important that we talk about it, especially because this week Garcetti talked about it. And right. finally said that this is a huge freaking problem. And he, you know, Mayor Garcetti, he accepted full responsibility for it, says that there's all these things that are going to be done and hopefully we see follow through. But I think it's really important to at least address that there is this huge problem. Absolutely. I mean, we have to. I mean, and you take a look at the numbers this year, right? And and we already had a, a massive problem on our hands. And and thanks to like, say, Measure H dollars or Proposition HH dollars and just give like a quick like background on that if folks don't know, like Measure H dollars are essentially the dollars that provide supportive services all across the county. So that's okay. like mental health services, career services, case management, all that stuff. Is that a lot have, of money? I feel like is a lot of money a, being put into it? It's a whole it? lot of money. So I mean, it's to the tune of, you know, $355 million a year okay. over the course of 10 years, which is $3.5 billion, which okay. is a large chunk of change. And then you have um, Proposition HHH, which is basically the dollars that are building the supportive housing right. in the city of LA, right? But what I was going to say is crazy. And to your point, right, is like we're putting all this money behind it. And this is funds we've had since 2016 and 2017. And and what we saw um, this year is the homeless numbers. The homeless count actually went up, right? Right. So, so it, I mean, it's like we're creating homes for homeless people, but then more people are also becoming homeless. So it's just a cycle. Yeah, and so it's like a holistic approach, right? It's like, you know, I mean, on the one hand, it's there are things to sort of celebrate, right? Like, so what we do know in terms of like the dollars, like it does work, right? So we put 
We actually placed 21,000 people into supportive housing, which is amazing, right? We actually placed 24,000 people awesome. into interim housing, which is like, say, bridge housing or um, shelters or sort of a multitude of things, right? But then on top of that, it's like we have to think a little bit more holistically, right? So we have to think about prevention. We can't just, we, we can build housing, right? Which is amazing. It's absolutely 100% important because we have to build it. We have to build affordable housing. Um, but that's how we're trying to challenge ourselves to, to really work with folks in the community and work with other organizations and movements to figure out how we can actually prevent this too. Yep. That's um, very, very important. And it's so crazy because a lot of the times you see just cities busing homeless people somewhere else. Or even like in Beverly Hills, they just take them and move them somewhere else. And it's clear that doesn't work. So right. what are we actually going to do? Right. And the problem with that particular thing and why that always sort of like breaks my heart, right, is like people have this notion, you know, you were talking earlier about people have like all these like myths and things. It's in their just mind. like they're, they're freaking, it's like they, it's like not they, these are our neighbors. Right. These are people, right. they're people just like us. And just to, for us to just round them up and ship them off, it's like, and the sad part is, is that, you know, you read these horror stories about people getting shipped over to places where it's so cold and then not surviving the winter. And like, that's just, that is so inhumane. Right. But it's also like that, you think that that's like the worst situation, but then it's also just like your day to day. You just have to struggle all the time. That freaking sucks. And there are kids that are homeless, which is crazy. The yes. fact that Los Angeles has, uh, I think there's a school, I want to say it's in the Valley somewhere or like in North Hollywood. I'm not exactly sure where like, I think they somewhere crazy, like 50% of the public school, the What's students are that, considered that homeless. A lot of schools. That's, colleges, universities, large. And there's, in colleges, there's people that sleep in their cars, that only take showers at the gym. You hear about this all the time. And so it's crazy that people, you know, are just like, homeless people are crazy. They have drug problems, blah, 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 blah. That can be any of us. Right. There's so many stigmas surrounding it. And that's, you know, a large part of what we try to do as organizers. We're going to communities, try to undo all these stigmas, right? Because there's like all this terrible shit that you hear. You go into the communities and people have like this laundry list of like all the things you're like. And and another thing they always say is people and people have this idea in their mind that somehow these folks aren't part of their community or maybe that mm -hmm. I think that helps them like feel better about their bad decisions mm -hmm. or their inaction, right? You know, they'll say, oh, why, why can't you just take them elsewhere? I'm like, these folks were literally living in your community. It could, like you said, it could be me or you. I've been that close. Like I've been one of those folks at one point in time and I had a different sort of set of circumstances in terms of my totally, work life. Yeah. I spent 90% of my income on my rent and there's yeah. 600,000 people across the city that are doing that, which is crazy and not sustainable. And it's like, you miss a paycheck, you get sick, like forget it. And that's know? you as like a young person. Do you have kids? You don't have, no, kids. I don't have kids. And that's people are doing this and they have kids or yeah. multiple kids. And like, it's just crazy. It's a crazy, crazy problem. So what brought you from Virginia to here to making you want to do this? <laughs> um, well, honestly, the, the move to here was me living in a tiny little town in Virginia and okay. I had no idea what I wanted to do, but I had a brother here and okay. my brother's roommate was leaving. And so he calls me up and he's like, hey, look, you have zero plans. I think you should just move to L.A. It sounds like a good enough plan to me. And I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. Um, but then I think what sort of brought me to the work that I do is exactly what you're talking about. It's like I saw all these encampments in my community and I saw all these folks and I had friends of mine. Like, Where did you live when you moved to LA? Where was the first place? I lived in the same place. I've lived in like East Hollywood, but so I've also seen like massive gentrif gentrification. I happen. live in East Hollywood as well. East really? Hollywood slash Silver Lake. Yeah, so it's like you've seen it. But on my block, there is a two bedroom apartment going for $3,200 and it is not like a nice apartment. No. And when I, 
And you know, I'm not saying that I need the pool and like the dry cleaner and like the fucking dog park and all that shit. But if it's gonna cost 3,200 fucking dollars, you gotta give me something. I don't even think this has an in-unit fucking washer and dryer. I think you still gotta go up the block to the laundry mat and you're paying $3,200 for rent. That is fucking crazy. And that is no, like, I, how could you even make that much? What? Like, no one is. That's the thing is it's like, that's what. And this is East Hollywood, guys. This is not like when you think right. Hollywood, you think that it's like really nice and like super pretty in your head. Like that is not what Hollywood is. Hollywood has totally, it smells like urine. There are people everywhere. It is crowded. It is not glamorous because there is so many problems that LA is just like, whatever about. So. Yeah, no, I mean, you're right. And it's like, it's just so unaffordable everywhere. And then like in conjunction with that, what's happening, right, is like, Who's making that much money here? Yeah, right. It's already that unaffordable. We don't like know. You, you look. <laughs> you look. Our at sound like, effects are. I, no, no, the sound effects yeah, are great. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. coming in my ears. I'm like, ah. um, yeah, but it's like people's incomes are so stagnant. Like wages are like not livable, and then on top of that, you have a rent that is not livable, and it's like that is a recipe for disaster. You know, it's like. Which means that you have to take swift action. And that's why, like, I'm glad that, like, we have folks on the ground now that are, like, trying to organize folks in the community and, like, try to change the narrative and, like, wake folks up. And, you know, literally what we go into communities and what we think about, the way we talk about what we do is it's curriculum, right? Because we're literally going out and trying to teach folks and educate them. Like, this is what this issue looks like. Like, these are what we know. These are the, these are the solutions. Like, these are the ways that you can get involved. And, like, these are the ways that you can hold, like, officials and pe- folks accountable because, we have to do something. This is like a crisis. It's urgent. And like, it's not like incremental stuff is not going to do it anymore. What are some of the myths that need to be debunked? I think what you already touched on a lot of them, right? It's like folks have this assumption in their head that everyone that's living on the streets is somehow suffering from some sort of like substance abuse disorder or everyone living in the streets is suffering from uh, a mental health disorder, you know, and, and to be fair, like, obviously if you look at any sort of like faction of folks or look at any group of folks, like you'll have some of that among it right but that's that's not an excuse for you to stigmatize an entire group of people and like even still it's like alcoholism is a disease it's still mental health those people are probably the like they need help as well probably the most so it's like i don't understand why people are like well that person's crazy so just f them i'm like that person clearly needs some sort of assistance so we should probably help them instead of turning our backs because well, how does that make any sense? What? Right. That's why, you know, what's really crazy is I go into communities sometimes and this one like flips people out. Like when we're talking about supportive housing, which I mentioned to you, which is like folks can literally on site have like mental health work. I mean, mental health, like case managers, they can get access to like recovery programs and things like that. And people will say to me, well, but Caleb, like when they, when folks go in, like they, they have to be sober. And I say, absolutely not. And they said, what do you mean? I was like, there are absolutely no barriers. And I'll tell you why, like when people have been living on the streets and suffering from trauma, like it is, it is not okay to say that someone is undeserving of housing, which yeah. is literally one of your most basic human rights that you that should is, have met that or is, needs. Yes. It's like, how could we expect them to flourish in any other way if we're not giving them shelter? Totally. Like what could we possibly expect of anyone? <laughs> yeah, I totally agree with that. And it's just, it's one of those things too, if you move to LA, this oh, this is another thing that like this is just me going on a rant, like kind of going off. Oh, go. <laughs> I just Hell don't understand no. how you move to Los Angeles and fucking litter. I, I don't want to be like the police here, but it is so annoying when people complain about how the city looks like a trash can, and then everybody treats the city like a fucking trash can. That's just why. If you throw, yes, there's trash everywhere because you throw your trash everywhere. Everybody. 
Right? Stop doing that. Someone literally hit me with a piece of trash out of the car the other day. Like was like trying to toss it on the tree, street. Literally <laughs> oh like hit me with the. I was like, are you kidding me? Like not only was I like already not bad enough. Well, first but of all, like, you should not be walking in LA, so it's your fault. <laughs> you know what's crazy those fucking um scooters they're oh, everywhere yeah. now there's this lady today she's going down freaking pico she thought she was a car Oh yeah. And I'm like, you're not a car. And she she thought, you know, she played it like she was a car when she wanted to be a car, but she wasn't when she didn't want to be a car, she wasn't a car. So she's going down, she's in the middle of the freaking most busy street in Los Angeles, in the middle of it. And she's acting like, you know, she's following the, the traffic lights. And then when it's fucking a red light, she just runs it. I'm like, what the hell? This is not fair. You can't just do that. That drives me crazy. It's like bikes too. Like I cycle a lot, right? And so like when I see other people have like have this bad behavior, like bad sort of like culture around that, I'm like, come on. Like you're ruining it for everybody. I'm I mean, like, you just can't be on your 10 mile per hour bird scooter in the middle of right. freaking 5 p.m. Los Angeles rush hour But also traffic. on the sidewalks, they drive me crazy too. Because I'm like walking on the sidewalk and like you yeah. go to like, I saw, this, right. like, I saw this drunk girl the other day and she was really trying to do it. But she, it was her and her boyfriend and she kept trying to like pedal. But uh, these birds, you're just supposed to stand on them and right. just go. You don't have to pedal. She's like pedaling. She's like falling over. Her boyfriend's like way ahead of her, not like helping her at all. I watched this go down for like 15 minutes, like stuck me stuck in traffic, them trying to speed up, stop and go, stop and go. She's falling off drunk. I thought she was going to bust her head open. Hey. Hello. So, okay, so Sky, right? Yeah. Hi, I'm Joyce. Hi, finally. Nice, nice to meet you. Marissa's not here today, but she probably filled you in on that. Yeah, she did. So, Hi. have you guys met before? You guys no. know each other? No. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. All righty. So. I'm trying to figure out how all of us beautiful people came together today. <laughs> okay, so this is how it starts. Okay, yes. <laughs> uh, I moved to LA like a year and a half ago. From? From New York and New Jersey area. Go. Okay, so you, like, like Marissa? Correct. Is that how you know her? Sort of. Okay. <laughs> so we all like we know a lot of the same people and we're just in the same kind of, you know, clicky world yes <laughs> um and then i'm like dude this is crazy i didn't know it was like this the homeless situation mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i was like what the fuck yeah and then i moved here because i felt like the winter was so depressing okay. i'm like yes i'm gonna come and like it's all gonna be beautiful in LA. <laughs> you know but that's not what happened. Like it's far from it, right? Right. It's and, like, I, and I don't want to like deter everybody and be like, Ellie is like the worst place ever. But just, no. just so everybody knows, we got to get some shit together and make it nice again. There's yeah. a lot of things going on. Exactly. So like number one thing is like meth. I've never even seen anybody yeah. on that in person. Like, you know, to me, that was like something they show in like 2020 from, and you know, it's like breaking bad type yeah. thing. But like. A lot of people do it here. Hollywood Boulevard, <laughs> meth, yes. The Valley, place like a lot of wooded area. <laughs> so it's funny, but like it's, it's not. That. It's really it's not. not. You know. Um, so then that led me to be super interested in like how do we fix this type right. thing, and to bring awareness, I made a video about it, uh, and I put it on my YouTube, and then I found everyone in somehow, and I started volunteering. Awesome. And that's it. That's how we got together.
Cool. <laughs> <That was fun. laughs> like your wink, like. <laughs> and then Marissa posted something that you. She posted, posted my thing. Yes. So I, I like, it all makes sense now. Yes. I need like the like what's like the brainstormy summing. Okay. No. Oh, like the. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Whatever. But yes, because so we were talking about this. It's clearly like the. You know, you can't escape it. Everywhere you look, there's somewhere, someone that you see that, you know, doesn't have a home, might be living out of their car. Homelessness also is like a really broad term that defines a lot of things. You know, it's people who are living out of their cars, people right. who are living on the streets, people that are living in shelters. Uh, I think it's people living in like some sort of like halfway houses and stuff too. Yeah. Um, and then also people who are in between housing. So like mm -hmm. living with family members, bouncing from here and there. Those people. Right, are, like couch surfing. And that, you know a lot of people like yeah. that. That's like the housing and secure folks. It's like maybe wouldn't like on paper look like, or you wouldn't like see someone yeah, that's just like, like your, in the streets, yeah. but they're like, they don't have something that's steady or stable. Right. You know? Right. So I saw that Mayor Garcetti posted this like long letter Comparing, he's saying that this is like the biggest crisis since the San Francisco earthquakes, mm. this homelessness crisis, and that we have to do something about it immediately. Um, and then, you know, I saw a lot of people talking about just a little crazy stuff, like all of those homeless people move to Los Angeles because it's warm. And like, right. that's why they come here because yes. it's, it's an easy place to be homeless. Okay, first of all, worst place to be homeless, you want a fucking sandwich, it costs like $13.75. Right. I don't know who the fuck would want to like purposefully move here and do that. Okay. Like, and the one that I heard, like, this is the most ridiculous rumor ever. Um, they say that all they that mayor, like one of the mayors from New York City, like yeah. took all the homeless and gave them bus tickets to California, oh, and yeah, like told them move guys. there. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not true, guys. No. I hear this a lot. I yeah. get it. Like, oh yeah, they just send everybody here. Like, no, they didn't. Like, yeah. you know, this this not other what cities within LA send homeless people to yeah. other cities within LA, but yes, exactly. Oh, Talk God. about it. Or, you know, I mean, what do you do, though? Okay, so, you know, like, I get it. Like, people might not necessarily want a bunch of homeless people living on the same street that they're raising their kids on. Like, I can understand, like, why, you know, there's, like, a sanitation How about thing. You? So, it, it's like, I just, instead of pushing people away, but what is the immediate solution? Because, or what, what can everybody do, I guess, to take part in? Because I just feel like it's such a big thing. And there's a lot of little things that people could be doing, but then, you know, we're not voting on, um, you know, our local ballots and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But I don't think that people even know where to start. So right. where, how do you even, you know, make well, yourself? Something I learned from one of the events, which um, Caleb can elaborate on, is that most people are for building affordable housing, but the people that aren't are louder. Yep. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it's like you look at statistics, right? It's like 70% of people voted for, you know, Proposition H, uh, HHH and Measure H. And so it's like we know that most Angelinos are like, yeah, we have a terrible problem. But what about the ends. rent control thing? We kind of knock that down. I mean, that's, I mean, the thing is, it's like folks are, are not rallying behind that, right? It's like you had tons of money that was thrown behind that, like massive, massive amounts of money thrown on like the no campaign. So it's, it's definitely going to be like an uphill battle and stuff like that. And, and to your point, you know, what's sort of scary is like, we are in such a situation right now. You're like, what can we do in the immediate? Like, unfortunately, like 
as we're putting things in the pipeline, right? And as we're like lining up, like, you know, we have thousands and thousands of units that are online. We have, I told you earlier, you know, we have uh, 21,000 folks that have been matched up with housing, 24,000 with interim housing, but that still means that we have tons of folks, right? That we still have on the streets that we have that we're in housing and security that we have to figure out something to do. And what I would say in terms of like, what can you do in the immediate it might not feel as if it's going to maybe directly impact someone, but it's start building community, right? And start building sort of like- That's really important. There's like definitely a lack of civic engagement- 100%. In this day and age. Um, I never took civics in school because I guess by the time I came around, they were like, fuck this. But I know that it was really like, it, you know, it. my parents talk about how they had to, you know, take classes where it didn't even feel like a class. It's like you go like do gardening and like book club and like, you know, stuff like that. Just people in your neighborhood that you have to like mm-hmm. get to know. And like, I went to Savannah um, for a weekend and it was just so crazy that like people were just knocking on each other's doors, like leaving pies on the t- table and mm-hmm. like leaving their doors unlocked. I was like, what the hell is going <laughs> yeah, on that's here? Like- <laughs> it's like, in, I, I was like, I don't even know my Shots. neighbor I'm on this is a true story. And I felt like such an asshole. Uh, my neighbor, I, her door was open one day and she had this cute little kitty and I went up to, and I was like, Oh my God, hi, did you just move in? She's like, I've been here for a year and a half. And I was like, Ew, I'm a dickhead. Uh, <laughs> I think that is a big part of it. And also us as like young people, for example, mm-hmm. like when I posted that video and then my sister was talking to me about it. Cause I went to school for journalism and yeah, I want to know about it. So when I posted the video, it was very short, but I interviewed a homeless person, um, my local, like, you know, um, and my sister was talking to me like, oh, my God, I love all the videos you've been doing. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, dad loved that report that I did on like the homeless situation. Mm. And she was like, yeah, but you need to. Of course, he's going to love it because he's old. That's like old people issues, she said to me. Mm. And I'm mm. like, this is why I have to do this because I need to let the young people know. Yeah. Like, you have to care about this too. It's like, because then it's going to be your house. It's going to be your street. It's just crazy because that it is that situation. It's like the, it's like people do see this right in front of them. But right. Right. What, what, where ha, how, have we like turned off our caring? It, you know, because they think they can't do anything. Right. Because they think voting doesn't matter because Mm -hmm. they think that. I mean, also, yeah. You know what I mean? That's why. But I feel like if we focus on showing the little things that you can do or maybe like promoting town halls more. Yeah. You know, city meetings, city council meetings. Like, I feel like if we get young people involved in that, then it'll change. Yeah. And to I completely agree with all of that. And I, and I think that too, like what we could do is, is make it more accessible. Right. Like, and when I say that, I mean like this shit does feel daunting, right? Like you look around, you're like, what can I do? But like, it's to your point that you were talking earlier, like you'd showed up for a couple of different, like everyone in things. And it's like, that's what we try to do is like, make this feel accessible to people. We're like, we're not going to like straight out of the gate, be like, great. Good to meet you. I need you to get on this campaign. I need you to show up to city council. I need you to advocate for this. It's like, whoa, back up. It's like, let's actually literally do like civics 101, right? Right. Let's like learn about like, what can you do? And also people have different barriers, right? Like there's going to be folks. And like, that's what I see all the time is like, one person might be like, I want to be like the ultimate super volunteer. I want to do everything possible. And then someone else is like, I literally want to like just get emails and maybe like write a couple of things to my council member. I'm like, great. Like right. either way, like if you want to be involved, yeah. like, yeah, I'm like anything and everything. But like the folks that are like the super volunteers are like great. And it's that's what the community building is important because you find those folks, right? That have all this energy, but don't have the tools yet. And we're like, great. 
you're so energetic. Let's like get you in there. And another thing that I feel like I've heard a lot is that people think that it's not a housing problem. Mm, they mm-hmm. think it's just the person. Like they oh my think, god, yeah. We like oh, about we're that. just gonna throw money. Like you, can't, it's not throwing money at it. Yeah, we need a house to put this person in. Right. Yeah. Like, well, okay. So what do you do though? So you, we get the housing built, but then how do we make sure that that person continues to have the resources to afford the housing? I or are we? Are that's we, like a healthcare thing though, because yeah. most of these people, once they're in the streets, then they resort to drugs. Yeah. Now you need counseling. Now yeah. you need maybe detox. And from a recent experience at the doctor, my doctor legit told me that I couldn't get a certain blood test unless I had a reason, like a crazy reason, because like your insurance won't pay for it. Mm. Yeah. So imagine a homeless person that doesn't even have an ID. Yeah. Right, you know, right. it's like that they have to make health, mental a, health, a priority, a priority so that these people can get back on their feet. Right. That's why, too, it's like I, you know, I, I encounter so many people that want to tell us like, oh, well, like, oh, you work for like with Lhasa and all these folks and like none of these things work. And I'm like, I'll be damned if I'm not going to like push back on that and say it, say, oh, like it, it, it does work. And I'll tell you why it works. Like I have multiple friends that work with them that do exactly what you're talking about. Right. When folks are in the streets are experiencing massive amounts of trauma, it's like they need someone to literally come out and be like, Hey, what's up? I'm Caleb. Nice to meet you. Like, what do you need? Like, I need a license. Like, great. We're going to pick you up tomorrow. We're going to take you to the DMV. Mm -hmm. We're going to do this. Cause like they need help. Like they need help like being walked through the process. And like the good news is like, if you can get folks into supportive housing and get them like, proper treatment and like whatever sort of recovery program they need to be on. Um, and by the way, like good news is like most folks, like a lot of people think there's like a massive amount of people are living on the streets that are like experiencing or suffering from like substance abuse disorder, but it's actually, it's not as high as you would think. It's like less than 30% of folks. And then depending on the area, it's even lower. Wow. Right. So, so a lot of people like have this notion in their head that like everyone living in the streets is addicted. I to thought something. that until right now, honestly, I, well, a lot of people do. Yeah. And you know what I mean? And, and that's because a lot of people, they, I, I personally don't, we were talking about this before you got here. It's like, I would never, ever, shame someone or like rip their dignity away because they're suffering from addiction because it is a disease and it's very pervasive in a lot of different parts of our community and um damn that just made me lose my thought those sound effects are nice (laughs) (laughs) um but that laughing one is disgusting (laughs) um but the good news is like we know like the stuff that we have works we just need more of it right and that's people like oh it's not working it's like no it's working like i was telling her too i think before you got here like we literally placed 21,000 people into housing last year, 24,000 into interims, uh, interim temporary housing, but we still have more folks that are experiencing homelessness for the first time. Totally. It's and people that affordable. are about to be, my neighbor, I just yeah. saw one of my neighbors for the first time in a month and he's like, yeah, I think I'm just gonna move into my car and like uh. shower at the gym because like rent is so crazy. I had so many friends do that. Especially but you know what's crazy? Yeah. You can't even fucking park. Right, yeah. right. That's illegal. Park that the car does happen Because the car, parking the car is illegal. You can't park your car in any fucking parking lot. They have a rules that you can't park from right. like freaking 2 a.m. to 5 a.m. Right. And you're like, why? Why can't I park there from 2 a.m. to 5 a.m.? Who? That's like... Yeah, what yeah, the yeah. fuck? Like, that makes absolutely no sense at all. There's all these empty fucking parking lots. You can't park on your own fucking block. There's I a parking know. spot right in front of my house. I can't even park in it. Yeah. I don't even know why. It's fucking painted a color. Nonsense. It's not even red, guys. <laughs> it's like, Yo, it's like yellow painted over white. I'm like, why can't I park here? 
So no, if nobody can park and everybody's living in their cars, it's like, what the right. fuck is going on? Then they impound your car and it's like 300 bucks a night. To get it and out. And then you yep. don't have a car anymore. Anymore. And then you're living on the streets. That's how it happens. Like, right. That's exactly how it happens. That's you're, so everybody is $500 away from being homeless. Yeah. Like yeah. real facts. <laughs> like That's crazy. And even, and it's other things. Like it's all around. Things are influenced. It, like not being able to get to a job interview. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's happened to me. Like when I first moved here, I got fired like the first week. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I have no car. Yeah. Like how am I going to go to all these things? And if it wasn't because I have family, like they sent me money or whatever, whatever. What then was your first job out here? I was working at a doggy daycare. Oh, okay. Because I... Since, because I got my dog at a really bad time in my life, and uh-huh. I feel like he cured my depression. Of course. Mm. Those, so, shout so I'm out like, Nova, I'm shout move out to Sophie. LA, and I'm just gonna be around dogs. Yeah. And that's it. But it didn't work out. You didn't Caesar Milan it up. <laughs> <laughs> nah. There's not like a whole separate like channel where you're like this like dog whisperer. And it was just so much pressure because it was like a very, like, a whole bunch of celebrities' dogs were oh, staying there. Oh shit! You had like whose dogs in there? Like, I had um, Giada something. I, I think she's like a chef or something. Oh oh oh, Giada! Yes, from Food Network. Yes, uh, oh, yeah. Laurentis, right? I, that's, think. I think that's her last name. Yeah. Um, I like her. She's cute. She makes really good pasta. <laughs> <laughs> I like cooking. <laughs> so it was like. What do you do now? Pressure. I know you help Marissa. You're helping her write her book. Correct. Cool. cool. You're a journalist. I am a journalist. Okay. So I went to school for journalism, Hunter College. Okay. Ooh, ooh. Where, that's in New York. Correct. Okay. Upper East Side. It's like where all the rich. <laughs> it's like where all the rich white kids go when they don't get into an Ivy. Okay. <laughs> so you with the smart folks, no? Or, no, or they, just, those, just with, with, with the ones with money. Right, the ones that pay. Gotcha. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Important distinction. Um, and I was doing copywriting for BET. Oh, okay. Um, I write short stories. I'm just a writer all around. Awesome. So I'm freelancing right now. Awesome. Do you like living in L.A.? You know, I think it's really been really, really good for me creatively. I don't Smoke know. Where, weed I, every day. where do you exactly. live? What part of LA do you live? Mid City. Okay, dope. I I rep Mid City, but I'm not from there. Mid City. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. <laughs> I'll call myself out for that one. <laughs> so boy, what do you mean you rep it? <laughs> <laughs> so like, okay, you know how LA works. Everybody lives everywhere in LA. I grew up in Culver City. I oh. went to school in Santa Monica. All my friends live in Mid City. So like, you know, Mid City all the way. Yeah, Mid City. I kind of been everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, a, I'm a West Side person yeah. that West Side. hangs out in Mid City. But even if you live in Mid City, I feel like that, you know, whatever. <laughs> but no, it's Stop been it. really, really good for me creatively. Like I feel so much freer to like so much more inspiration to writing wise and like i said like my mood depends on the weather sometimes mm. and because it's sunny a lot of time most of the time it's except been, it's been like shit. i like, know that june gloom girl that made great yeah it gets me in a funk like i can't with that seven like, years of it have you experienced it all seven years so, yeah yeah the gloom no, came I every year i have not been to a pool yet and that's a problem for me. Oh, we gotta get you to a pool. Yeah. <laughs> what pools do you go to? Well, to like you know, like your friends' pools. Yeah, that's true. None of my friends. Or have like pools. rooftops. <laughs> Usually, like rooftops, like 
Yeah. All the hotels have like parties. Yeah. I, I went to the uh, East Hotel tonight, but they only got a hot tub. It's way too hot for the hot tub up there. Mm, yeah, no. Yeah. No. But um, yeah, so that's the story on that. And I really like it. I like it creatively. I just miss my food because I'm Dominican and there's nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> like there's nothing at all. The only Dominican restaurant in all of California is in San Diego. Wait, in all of Cal- that's not true. In all of California, Dominicans make up less than one percent. There's only one wow. See, of I'm the Hispanic old. community in LA. Wow. There's like actually only one, or there's only one that you want to go to. No, not actually. <laughs> oh my god! Someone gotta that's open a wow. restaurant. I know. You gotta move some family out here. You gotta <laughs> like a next venture. A truck. For you. Yeah, I don't <laughs> understand. That's an untapped market. <laughs> And then they disguise it like Versailles. It's a Cuban. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they like, they because they don't put Dominican <laughs> or anything, you know? So they just, they disguise it as Caribbean or like. That's true. You know they what do I mean? do that. And then just add like a little Dominican in there. But there's nothing at all. Mm. I just found. Yeah. I'm a The big cheese yeah. and the salami that I eat. Okay. In, but it's in Glendale. There's only one spot that sells it. And Sensation. I cannot wait <laughs> to have some mango mm, con los tres golpes. Nice. I've never had any of that. Oh my god, you're but gonna it have sounds, it. I, I want. I'm. I'm super into food. I will try. I'm probably gonna bring some to Marissa's party. Her birthday. You're yes. gonna be there. Dope. That's coming up, guys, and I'm still very stressed out about it because <laughs> me too. I'm not skinny yet. Oh, I'm stressed out about it because this bitch got me. I'm supposed to like do all this stuff, but I hope Marissa's listening to this podcast and that she pays attention. I have placed the order for your birthday cake. So I've done that. All check. Right. I check, check mark. Yes. Um, and we got to do the decorations. I might, you know what? I'm going to enlist some podcast listeners for this because <laughs> Joel, Akira, Shad, you guys, I need your help planning this party because I can't do it on my own. Yo, by the way, because of that little sound, I can never listen to this show like out loud in this my one? house. Correct. Oh. Because my dog's super scared of that so- oh. sound. Oh, Prime. What have you been doing to the <laughs> poor dog? Do you listen? Yeah. Every single week? Or no, like not everything. Often? Yeah. Cool. That's or like, fun. I'll try to catch it later, you know. What's your favorite episode? Huh. I think. I feel like I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Do you actually listen or are you just saying that? I think it's always like where you guys say like a crazy, crazy story. <laughs> well, it seems like Marissa's having a pretty crazy story time. So Cardi B was like drunk all weekend posting oh. on Instagram and she's fucking hilarious. Of course. Yeah. I was dying. I forget what she said in the video, but she, basically she was like, this is your baby father. And it's like the toilet. I was like, <laughs> and she's like, I'm just so drunk right now. Marissa had. So I'm sitting at work. I think it was on Friday. Wait, did you ever find out why did they get locked up in Point Pleasant? No, I, no, no. Okay, so let me just tell you guys, I'm sitting at my desk on Friday and one of the MAs at my job is like, hey Joyce, does Marissa have a boyfriend? And I'm like, no. And I was like, no, she's a dumb boyfriend. Literally look at my phone. This freaking bitch literally booed the fuck, like every single story, scroll, 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 scroll. I was like, yep. I think she does. Yeah, yeah. Bro, hold the, up. The post, the post right next to that. Okay, the one right before that is led. 
<laughs> we leaving them on red all summer. Hot, hot girl summer. That liar. Liar. <laughs> Switch up on that. How about she posted this? this dude so much that i was driving and then i saw a sign that said like penny something oh. <laughs> i'm like marissa bro what the fuck i think that there's also some guy who um looks a lot like penny and he posted on twitter he was like this has been the worst 24 hours of my oh life oh my god because apparently a lot of people were messaging him and thought it was him oh. and he was like no it's not like leave me alone it was fucking hilarious. That is hilarious. But you don't know what happened at Point Pleasant. I haven't asked. I was really excited for today to get that catch up. Yes, I did see that they were arrested. <laughs> you know what? At the Tiki Bar in Point Pleasant, I can't. Okay, so this weekend, <laughs> I'm actually really sad that I'm not out there this oh, weekend. Shit. So Zom's had his uh, celebrity basketball game in oh, that passed Willingborough. Yes. Um, it, he has it's his annual one. I think it was the fifth one this year or the sixth one. I would have to double check on that. But we went last year and it was like such a fun weekend. We were like so like on our ass drunk like the entire time. So I feel like this weekend for Marissa is just always one to wild out. So I'm really <laughs> glad that all that shit that did go down went down. Yeah. Because I feel like it makes us like it's just monumental every right. single year. And I know she's really big into like milestones and like. Oh my God, time hop. And time girl. hop. Like she's going to look back <laughs> and she wait knows. Till next that year, we're just going to see this. this. I, guess, I feel like Marissa's just like, her. she thinks of her own life as like a video game and every single year she has to like top it. <laughs> she's like game over, rewrite. Like she, <laughs> Your word. <laughs> She's nah, like trying look. to see like how can like what am I gonna do this year like the birthday Bro, and thing. She just knows the years. Yeah. Like how do so you? So how remember? long have you guys known each other? Okay, so, so you should know the years since Marissa. <laughs> can you tell us how long? What, what day? <laughs> what time did you guys meet? <laughs> what no. month year? So I was following her for a long time, and we were like talk. We were like online friends for yeah. a long time. I have a lot of those. Um, it's but not we weird. didn't actually <laughs> meet in person until this year. When you guys were doing the book stuff? Or? Correct. Okay, oh, wow. cool. So we didn't meet in person. And then we just we would just talk online, you know. Because she knows a lot of my friends. Okay. <laughs> and, like, we just know the same people, I guess, because it is a Jersey thing. Yeah. And musically, because I used to intern at Hip Hop Wired. Oh, awesome. So. And she was up for the same job that my editor got when I got left from Hip Hop Wired. I wanted to say fired, but it wasn't really fired because I was an intern. Okay. It's like, <laughs> you're not paying me. Yeah. Right, right. yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is true. Um, so, yeah, that's how we know each other. But I know her whole life because I have a really good memory. I feel, well, also, like, I and feel... And she like, reminds us. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> you can't really escape it, you know? But you guys are all listening because we're all very, very interested in Marissa's life. Correct. You know nothing about Marissa. I know so you're zero about Marissa. you're probably like, who is so much, this though. Marissa? I'm like, Marissa, damn, you're, like, leaving us hanging. I'm like, all this, like, juicy, juicy stories. Yeah, the like, tea. The tea, for sure. I like this one, all the tea about so you, So, basically, this guy that she's hanging out with right now, his name is Penny. Um, she has known him since she was like 15. Oh, three. Uh, oh, since wow. 2003. Oh, oh, yes. Penny since 03. Oh, three. We got to make it known. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh. She, 
so uh, what we do on this podcast is we like talk about like random shit. We talk about Marissa's shit most of the time. And she, we decided um, a couple, maybe like a month and a half ago to read her old diaries. Wow. So we pulled some from the archives and she was reading about this dude named Penny that she knew from when she was 15. So, um, she talked about how they you just got a new listener, by the way. Like this is so <laughs> juicy and good. I'm like, I was looking at all. Oh of yeah, that, no, and yeah. Like, there, <laughs> there's we talk about flyouts. We talk about all the crazy stuff, eating ass. <laughs> there's a lot of things that go down. Um, but anyway, so Penny, she read about him, and she was like, oh, and I think that they've like always kept in touch. But she was like, oh wait, I want to see like what you know what Penny's about about. So she messaged him and they've really been talking ever since. And now she's in Jersey and she's laid up with Penny. <gasps> and she posted on the that gram. Bitch. Yeah, she's proud she of Penny for me. sure. In my brain, she lied to me then. Why? I could have sworn she was already in town. Um, here? Yes. Oh, no, she's not. <laughs> no. She's with Penny. She missed her flight. That's why she's not here. Oh. Or she's she like, I'm going to be there her? at 820. I'm like... <laughs> Wait, what? She did? And then she was like, wait, no, it's just going to be you guys. Uh, I feel like she thought she was going to miss her flight, but then she didn't. And then she got lazy and then was like, I don't want to come anymore. It sounds very, very Marissa-like. You know what, though? I really thought she was going to end up with, like, I don't know, like, like Michael B. Jordan. or like. Oh, wow. Gross. No. I mean... Gross, yes, but not. I'm really. I'm mean like the type. Oh, he's fine. <laughs> let's not be. Let's not get. <laughs> but I don't date actors and I don't date models. I don't look good at. I just feel like there's something in there. You just, nah. They're too narcissistic. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. You can't. You can't think you're prettier than I think that I'm pretty. That just doesn't work. Yeah. Out. No, because yeah. we'll both be looking in the mirror and I need my space. <laughs> Not even joking, guys. Marissa drives with her um, <laughs> mirror pointed towards her, and what? she just looks at it. And <laughs> it's never pointing the, yeah. the one. <laughs> You guys think I'm joking? I'm actually not. So. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> it's facing herself, and she just stares at it. And I'm not talking about you know the, the visor one. I'm talking about the one that's right. supposed to be so looking at the, the rear view right, car right. so they don't fuck. So you know who's riding your ass, right? Yeah. We love her. We love our. So leader. she does, she never knows who's behind her. Then doesn't care. Who cares? She's just got number one like right there. She's just like, <laughs> like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rapping icy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wait, what are so, what, what kind of music do you listen to? What would you say? I am in like a music drought right now. What would you say <sighs> are like the three songs on your summer playlist? What kind of music do you listen to? Oh my God. I've been obsessed with Lizzo like all <sighs> summer. Like, how can you not be? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I can't say I'm obsessed with the music, but yes, like her whole vibe is awesome. Yeah, it's great. She's fun. Um, I think my three, for some reason, right? I cannot, even though I know it's maybe old by now, but um, the Drake and Meek Mill. What's it called? Uh, You're talking about. Uh, I, don't I, know. I, I call it back to back, but it's not oh, that. Oh, that from like, like. No, 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 no. Oh. It's the new one that they did. I call it that, but I know it's, that's not what it's called. Yeah, I can't think of the name. I'm like dumb. <laughs> I feel like you I know the one where he says that he um I've been living he under has a rock. Lori Harvey on his wish, oh, wish list. Yes, right. yes, yes, yes. That song. I know exactly, yes, I know exactly which song you're talking about. Um, then the other song is my friend's song. Going back. Oh, that's what it's called. Going, going back. back. 
Okay, I am not. I, I'm not completely under rock. Just, just my foot sticking out. Then my other song right now it's called Yo Soy, mm. by Bourbon. Okay. It's fucking amazing. Okay. Yeah. Even though I'm not even Puerto Rican, but I fucking love that song. And I feel like it's definitely like a summer anthem. Fun. Um, what would be my third one? What else was I listening to? Oh, it's old too, but not that old. But I'm really fucking with T and Tamara by Doja Cat. Oh my God. <laughs> yes, that is my fucking Yo, song. Yo, that song is so fire. Yeah. I play it all oh, the yeah, time. Oh yeah, me too. I'm like screaming the song. Yes. My husband's big. Like T and Tamara. I love T and Tamara, by the way. Me too. Right. They like taught me so much. What do you think of this? Have you seen anything about this like Oprah stuff? About these like Oprah conspiracy theories? No. About like how like Oprah's like not actually. Well, okay, one, what do you guys think about Oprah saying that she hates the word auntie? auntie? Yeah, I saw that, but I didn't read the article, so elaborate. Okay, well, then, okay, I dug into this. Honestly, <clears throat> I dug into this weird world on Twitter that I kind of didn't want to unearth. And it was all about how Oprah is like not really like part of like the community and like how she's kind of like been manipulated by money and like how she's done all this stuff that like uh, about but basically what they were saying about the auntie stuff was she was just saying it was her um gail and ava Dume. yeah and they were talking about how they were like well nobody calls beyonce auntie and i'm like first of all you guys are all old as fuck like, okay, maybe not Ava, but, like, Gail and Oprah, like, y'all are old. Like, you guys are Beyonce age, so let's not, the fact that nope. we're using that. And they don't Beyonce. have kids. And they don't have kids. And also, it's, like, that's the main thing, too. And then it's also, like, they even started out by saying, like, we know it's a sign of respect in other places. They were saying, like, in Africa. But they were kind of saying, like, not mm. here. And I'm like, whoever said that? And everybody respects the fuck out of you guys. Yeah, so, no. right. I feel like... You know when you're that rich, you just like want to have a problem with something. Right. <laughs> you're like, you know like, what? By I'm the way, auntie's canceled. Right. <laughs> Who asked? <laughs> I mean, yeah, like they are like aunties. Like they don't have kids, so you can't call them like like a mom or like a grandma type. And they said thing. that. Well, Oprah says she prefers Lady O. Well, Oprah has adopted <laughs> children, though, right? Oh my god. I don't. Does uh, uh what's his Lady O? Have, have like, kids? come on. She says she prefers Lady O. Gail says she just prefers Gail. Okay. And well. I was like, I don't know if anybody was calling you when you anything else. Last time I checked, you are only Gail to me, and half of the people don't. The crazy thing is, so many people don't even know who the fuck Gail is. So they're like, who's Gail? A lot Gail? of people don't. Yeah, she's just like Oprah's best friend. Yeah, no. you know. I. Stedman and Stedman, like her right. BS. Right, right. Her They're never BS. getting married. No, who cares? What's the point of getting married? They got it going for them. Right. She's got a shit ton of money, and apparently he has a shit ton of money too. Mm -hmm. He's like a lawyer or something, or an attorney. I don't know. I don't have no He's idea. He's the we mysterious Stedman. We just don't know. Yeah. Yeah, but this Oprah thing, I'm really upset that I even so into that. the theory is that she is being not because look, I met a, a guy that he used to drive like celebrities from their jet to like the car. Okay, right when you land from the jet to the car, how far is that? You need a whole ass <laughs> is it like a two minute drive or a twenty minute drive? <laughs> 
Well, I guess to like, I don't know, wherever they get they get yeah. driven to. And then he said that like Oprah was the rudest one. Wow. Yeah. I'm like, Oprah. I was reading about like the people that she's had on her show and like some of the viewpoints that she's had on the poll. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. But. So he said that she was like, the rudest one out of all of them. And then they also said that she's like really just out of touch with the people. Yeah. Like she's so beyond. She's like elevated to this level that. Yeah. She well, just, I mean, I really do feel like they asked her, like, I think it was um Trevor Noah. Uh-huh. He asked her some like these certain questions. Like he's like, oh, so what is like one? Of, you're so rich. Like one is one of the normal things that you do. You know? <laughs> what did she say? And she's like, she's like. <laughs> Um, I bring my own avocado from my orchard yeah. to the blah, blah. I'm like, you have an avocado orchard. How is this normal? <laughs> Wait a second. She did not say that. She did yes. say that. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I go to my garden and I go and grab my avocado. Like that, and then oh, the other thing that she says is that she like washes her own underwear or something like that. Like so, for no one wants to wash your underwear. Like, why are you saving the world? Like we know you don't even probably use the same ones. Like you throw them out. You know what I mean? Like. Like Oprah, don't play us. Like, I barely love. use the same socks. Imagine Oprah, legit. Like you don't use the same socks. What do you do with them? <laughs> like if they're like black, I throw them out. You know, That's like true. sometimes like you like walk around in them, and then I'm not gonna. They're not gonna really get washed in the washer. I or even like. if you try, it's like sometimes you're like, that's not coming out. Like I'm. Looking but at I just it. buy them mad cheap. Like I don't yeah, know. Same. I don't care about socks. How people care. So about socks. round out talking about homelessness. Uh, I've heard that socks, bras, and underwear, and like things that people wouldn't normally donate, because okay, who the fuck is donating socks and right. underwear? Those are things that like actually really need to be donated, yeah. and yeah. those are like in huge like demand because a lot of people are you know quick to donate their coats or their right. jeans or old t-shirts, you know stuff that you don't want, but uh, socks really really important shoes mm-hmm. really important and uh also just like hygiene kits yeah and hygiene also so valuable that's so true i just read somewhere oh on everyone in instagram i saw that like they were gonna pull put um bathrooms or something oh it's on skid row so Is that what you're talking about yeah yeah because there's something like 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 one toilet for like 2,500 people. Oh like my in God. Skid Row. Something crazy. And like, okay, that's like, like there's, it's so disproportionate. And then you have to think like those mm-hmm. might not even be working or like in right. service or like have toilet paper or like, you know, like yeah. basic things. And how can you expect people to really use, like, I don't know if that's the right accurate number, but I know it's something crazy. Like either that. way, the energy was nice. I appreciate it. I don't have that accurate number either. So <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go with that. Wow. <laughs> Uh, yeah. And I never, like, thought about that. Like, where do they go to the bathroom? That's, it's on the streets. And you know what's crazy is that the um, police department downtown has uh, some sort of, I forget what it is. They contracted, like, this disease because of, like, poor sanitation. Oh, no. And it's literally from, that's this. what causes it. And it's, like, the whole police department, there's, like, five or six people that I've caught. I don't, I forget. I could accurately say what it was so I don't sound like a dumbass on here. But mm-hmm. um, it's just, it goes to show you that, like, sanitation's a really big deal. Mm-hmm. Like, whoa. I actually think about it a lot because it's, like, I had, a like, a point in time where I, like, drove Lyft and Uber, right? And, like, sometimes you're, like, cruising in the car. I mean, this is a general. You're, like, cruising in the car for a long time. You're, like, I got to. I don't know where I'm going to go. I got to piss. Yeah, like, yeah, I got to yeah. pull over. And then you're like, you go in somewhere and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, you're not a customer. And you're like, 
okay, like I just gotta like it's an emergency. Like, can right. I get a drink when I come out? Like, if and they're like, oh, I'm sorry, and you're like, oh shit. Like, imagine if I'm like on the streets and like I gotta like that probably happens all the time. You're like, all right, well, I gotta. Right. Where we're gonna go. Exactly. And it's not dignified. It's like we should have public restrooms everywhere, everywhere. In my yeah. opinion, we should, or at least fix the housing problems. Yeah. Also, well, just in general, though, it's like, like why do we not have any public restrooms? Yes. Like, what is that? Or like how they don't really let you, they don't allow you to use it. It's so right. messed up. Right. Thank God, like Starbucks changed that. Right. Yeah. So, how can we find both of you guys on social? How can we keep up with you, everyone in? Yeah. Uh, I'm at Sky Articles, just Sky as articles. is. Okay, cool. Everywhere. Everywhere. I'm not super famous on, if you want to find me on social media, it's Caleb W. Crowder, but I would encourage folks more so to like find everyone, everyone in. in. Yeah, like go to everyoneinla.org. There's like an underscore, like a period in there somewhere. Right. On the Instagram. Yeah, if, if, if you just go to the website, it's everyoneinla.org, but I, I, need, I should know this. This is pathetic, but I got to look it up. I'm like, where is that it's underscore? Okay. Um, I think it's, at everyone in underscore LA. Right, I think awesome. so. And yeah, that should be Exactly, it. at everyone in underscore LA. We've been giving you guys quality content for about three years now, and we want to bring you even more. By subscribing to our Patreon, you'll have access to everything from full videos to spending a day with the gang and riding in a low rider through the streets of LA. Um, we got tears for our listeners on a budget, and we got tears for our big ballers too, and everyone in between. And even if you don't care about the content and you just want to support us, we would appreciate that too. So subscribe to us at patreon.com slash M-E-I-A podcast. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash M-E-I-A podcast. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Marissa, hopefully, will be back next week or she'll be married and every episode from here on out is going to take Sorry, place Sorry, this in turned into Jersey. like a Marissa host. I mean, roast. It's not a roast. It's not a roast. I support it. She did ask me the other day. She was like, would it make sense just to move back to Jersey? Wait, what? Mm-hmm. Oh, so she's like really Wait, what? How are you going to end it like this? Yeah. We can't end it in a cliffhanger. I mean, you guys have to expect that. She's found her match. I actually really like But why can't he move here? Because he's locked into his lease until a certain time. We know this now. Okay. I don't know if I should. Well, whatever. She told me, so I'll tell you guys. <laughs> she's, she's not here to stop me. That's what she should do. She could have been here. Apparently, she's in L.A. this whole time. She just didn't want to come. So. Just kidding. Um. Yeah, you guys can follow us uh, at Marissa Explains on everything, and we'll catch you next week. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank, thank you for you. having us. Yeah. Thank you guys. Nice. Thanks, guys. Yay. Hey. Cool. Ugh, okay. That was very cool. Thank you for having me be a part of that. You're welcome. <laughs> is she here or not? I don't know. She told you she was going to be here. I think she so. told me I'm going to be there at 820. And then she said, you know what? It's just going to be you guys. Uh-huh. And then I said. <laughs> what time did she say she'll be here at 820? She said that. She said, by the way, it's just you and Joyce tonight. You uh-huh. are my. Ex.